Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. I think, you know, the message that, that we've been trying to, you know, provide for, for our staff, at, at least, is this upcoming year is not going to be normal. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. It wouldn't surprise me if, if we had to cancel a game, whether that's, you know, a football game, a volleyball match, soccer match, right, um, a basketball game, um, I think all of those things are, are on the table. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Again, I, I think this this upcoming year could could look, and, and I certainly think it will look, uh, very, very different. And uh, we're, we're going to be faced with the reality that we may not be able to play a game. You know, we, we have a bunch of student-athletes that test positive, um, you know, that Wednesday before we're, we're getting ready to get on a plane to play, you know, Oklahoma. Um, I, I don't know that we're that we're playing that game. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Mac Rhodes, Baylor's Director of Athletics in the Open. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on a uh, yeah, overcast, yes, but uh, right now rainy Monday morning here in Central Texas. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in the studio. And Mac had a uh, Zoom press conference on Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, I think it was. It was. Yeah. But uh, obviously some really good information from Mac and uh, some really some sobering information from him as well. Uh, you know, basically saying they don't know. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns right now. We could start the season and then in a week when there are, uh, you know, positive tests for, you know, a number of positive tests for Baylor or for Baylor's opponent, that game could be postponed or canceled. I honestly, man, at this point, the way and it's it's nationally, but more so locally as well. But the way we just keep getting these cases rise and rise and rise, I honestly don't see the season starting on time. Yeah. And even if it does, I really don't think we're going to see a full football season this year. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I mean, that's just the way it's trending. No, I know. I mean, I have been feeling really good or, or feeling positive about things, you know, thinking and, and people would ask, what do you think? And people mm. ask a lot. What do you think about football season? I said, it's trending positive you know right. things are really trending in the good way which you'd want to see but i tell you after the last few days uh for me my feeling my opinion is it's leveled off or uh you know maybe a little more skeptical now um that things are going to happen uh and and happen and i say happen i mean play games and play a full schedule right. of games I agree, and then you know you see where last week we had teams coming in. LSU was horrible. You had yeah. thirty cases, yeah, positive. There was uh, there was another school that had high. I think Kansas State, Kansas State. Yeah, I mean that's that's not good for right. anybody. And when you see those numbers and those trends, that just makes it a little more skeptical because we're just a few months away. I mean, a couple months, not even 
was like two months? Not it even is two 76 days, yeah. 76 days from today is Baylor's kickoff. So, I mean, that's that's a tight window to get everything cleared up and say, yeah, we're good to play. I know. Uh, Kansas State, uh, Big 12 member, uh, 14 athletes out of 130 tested across across sports. That's not all football, right. but across all sports. Uh, they tested positive, and uh, after that, they shut down all football workouts for 14 days. So K-State went back. They had this number of positive tests, and they shut it down for two weeks. Clemson was another school mm-hmm. that had a bunch of positive tests over the weekend. I think by 20, the day, 23 positive tests at Clemson. That's See, that's way too many. And I think by the day, Lincoln Riley is looking smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, he like, you could see it coming, but, you know, just to be able to go out there and say, we're just not going to take that risk. Right. I mean, it's looking good for him. And what he said was, you know, June 14th was the day, or June 15th was the day that Big 12 schools could start mm-hmm. on voluntary workouts. Everybody did that except Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley. They said, we're waiting till July 1st. And uh, and you're right, you know, that that is uh, looking more and more like uh, a really smart move. It is, but I mean, I, and then, you know, think about after I said that, I was thinking, but we don't know how many Oklahoma players actively have it right <laughs> now because true. they're not there getting <laughs> That's tested. True. So That's true. That's the catch-22 in this. The numbers, when you bring them back, the numbers are going to spike because they're yes. going to have testing of all those people in one location. So the numbers are naturally going to spike there. It is, and this just seems like a reoccurring thing that I don't know what the end solution is. I mean, obviously, the end solution is getting a um, a vaccine, test, vaccine right, for right. it, but what are we supposed to do? Because if you open things up, then it spikes. Then we close it, and we you know go back a little bit, and we're like, all right, we got this, we got this, and then you open it up, and here we are again. It's just like a revolving door. That's true. 51 new cases in McLennan County yesterday, one yeah. day, highest uh, one-day total we've had through this whole deal. And and some people are saying or or you know making references to this being the second wave now. Well, I I thought in my mind the second wave was going to come in the fall when mm-hmm. we had cooler temperatures like November and December. The second wave, I wasn't thinking second wave in the middle of June. No, I wasn't either, and that's kind of scary because is it setting up what are we looking for in October? Right, right, <laughs> I mean, right. This right. is what we're doing now. <laughs> but see, and I don't. It's hard to say if it's a second wave or not because. Everything was shut down, so we don't know how many people had it then, you know, but then you're just, it's just so weird. That's it. Yeah, there's so many uncertainties. There really is. Uh, Folks, you probably know by now, uh, Waco and Waco Mayor uh, Kyle Deaver announced late last week that uh, you have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Any public, uh, any time you're out, basically, you have to wear a mask. And uh, I was walking the dog this morning and passed uh, John Cunningham, and he, he, I wasn't wearing a mask walking this morning. John Mm -hmm. wasn't either. Uh, and, uh, I said, should we, or, or he said, should we be wearing masks now? And I said, I don't think so. I mean, we're outside, right. we're obviously socially distanced from everybody. And I said, I don't think so, but guess I better check on that. And, uh, and then I saw, uh, Kathy, uh, Lancaster and, um, Clemson Lancaster. And I asked them and they said, no, you don't have to do it if you're outside, right? you know, as long as you stay socially distanced. So, uh, so that's good to know. <laughs> as muggy as it was this morning when we were walking, that's a good thing. That's the thing. It's so hard to breathe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like, I know. I, I need to get one with a filter, like a couple of filters, so my glasses can you know, <laughs> allow right. me to see. Yeah, you'd have trouble breathing it's and horrible. seeing because <laughs> it would fog up your glasses. So uh, it was a little muggy this morning. Rain's coming down now. Uh, Baylor has also made the announcement. This came over the weekend that any if you're on campus. 
in, in, anyone and everyone has to wear a mask if you are on campus or in any class. Then uh, that's for everybody, visitors mm-hmm. included. So if you're going to the Baylor campus, you have to have a mask and you have to have it on. I think it's good to see people taking the initiative to go ahead and get out in front of this, even when the state is not, you know, enforcing it, because somebody's got to. I mean, somebody's got to do something about this, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and and I and I in one sense I can see Governor Abbott not making a statewide you know law or edict for everybody mm-hmm. because it's different. I mean, it's different in in West Texas, right. uh, You know than it is you know right here or in the major metropolitan areas. It's much different. So I can kind of see that. Yeah. But then it's up to each uh, each city, you know, or each county, I guess, to to do their own thing and be responsible there. Well, I definitely see that. Yeah, because I mean. It's, especially out in, like you're mentioning, in West Texas, it's so sparse. Everything yeah. is spread yeah. out. So I can see your mo- more so your metropolitan areas right. being ones to enforce it. Huge difference yes. if you're in Houston compared to, uh, you know, what, like Florida or something? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Huge difference. All right. Uh, b- bottom line is be careful. Uh, if you're in McLennan County, uh, you got to wear a mask when you go out. Uh, I-, I guess that's not all of McLennan County, right? I guess that's Waco. I think proper. it's Waco, yeah. Because yeah. that was from Mayor Deaver. Uh, and then Hewitt followed suit. Hewitt says the same thing. So for those, you know, just just be smart. We went to HEB yesterday, which mm-hmm. we normally do on Sundays. And this new, um, uh, I don't I don't know if that's a law. It's an edict. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's a law. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's a law. Either. Yeah, but it's a, it's mandatory to wear masks when you're out. And more people were wearing masks at HEB yesterday, but not everybody. I mean, I saw two guys that I knew there, and they were stopped talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Neither one were wearing masks. And the majority of the people were, though. So, uh, and I don't, I don't, how do you enforce that? That was what I was going to say. I, I don't know how you would go about enforcing it. I would not want to be in that position because you think I, about HEB kids, a lot of kids right. are working there, high school kids, yes. you know, you're going to put them at the door and, and somebody walks in without a mask. You're going to put them yeah. in that position to say, I'm sorry, you have to put on a mask. Somebody says, no, I'm not going to do it. What do you do? I mean, you really can't do anything. I know I took my wife to Barnes and Noble over the weekend and they have somebody set up inside the door, you know, enforcing it. But still, I mean, you can't re- technically make somebody not, I mean, how right. are you going to keep them out of your building? I know it's just, it's, it's an uncomfortable position. Yes. It is. It really is. So that's uh, it's the world we live in right yeah. now. So there's a snapshot of Waco, Texas on June 22nd, 2020. Uh, hey, June 21st, uh, 2005. So 15 years ago yesterday uh, was the uh, date of uh, one of the great comebacks in College World Series history. Maybe the greatest comeback in Baylor baseball history. Baylor beat Tulane 8-7. to Trailed in the game seven to nothing. Tulane was the number one seed in the uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. They were the number one ranked team. They were a powerhouse. And Baylor, Baylor trailed six to nothing in the second inning. They trailed seven to nothing going to the seventh, and won the game eight to seven over Tulane. That's amazing. It, that's, that's so unique though. All it takes is one spark, one good hit, yeah. or something, and you can start a rally. Yep. Well, that was a rally for the ages. It really was. Uh, we'll reminisce and talk about that with Hoot Jonigan, was an assistant coach on that team, 2005 Baylor College World Series team. Now Hoot, uh, part of our radio crew for Baylor baseball. Uh, we'll visit with him coming up in the hour and reminisce about that uh, great, great comeback 
Baylor over Tulane in the 2005 College World Series. Look forward to that. Plenty more ahead. Father's Day, yes, but Father's uh, Father's Weekend, I'm going to say. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Glad you're with us on a Monday morning. Drive carefully out there. A little rain, light rain peppering down here in Central Texas. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a warm and muggy start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid-70s across central Texas. Skies will be mostly sunny all day with highs reaching the mid-90s. It will feel more like the upper 90s in the afternoon. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 72 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Skies will be mostly cloudy on Tuesday with highs in the lower 90s and a 30% chance of isolated showers and storms. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. From nurses to truck drivers, doctors to grocery clerks, we all count here in McLennan County. The 2020 Census wants to make sure we're all counted, and you can do your part by completing the 2020 Census. This simple survey will help impact the next 10 years of health care, schools, and roads for Waco and McLennan County. So, go to my2020census.gov today. Shape your future. Start here. my2020census.gov. There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you and your plan prepared for black swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money. This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We put a retirement income plan together so there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's going to create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place, and that is for times like this, because if you just have an investment plan where all your money is in the market, which most people have, times like this, taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable. But when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, that really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan, like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting, or we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com or 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments in securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions, and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 
With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Garrett, hope you had a uh, very nice uh, Father's Day. How were things this weekend? It was good. I actually uh, got to rest a little bit. Oh. You know? So you can't beat that. No, <laughs> That's yeah. a treat. Yeah, we started the day off. I got some uh, breakfast burritos, and then I found the Premier League soccer. Yeah. So I just laid on the couch and hung out and watched that for a little bit. Ooh, and nice. Yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend. How about yours? It was very good. It was very nice. And I say... It's Father's Day, but uh, for me, it was and, and continues to be Father's Weekend. Right. So Saturday, I told you we were going to go up to uh, see my dad in Dallas or Garland, and we went up there and had a great visit with them. So that was a lot of fun. We went up there Saturday, Terry and I, and then uh, knocked around a little bit up in the Metroplex and came back. And so really good to see him. Hadn't seen him since before Christmas. So um, we just had a great visit, caught mm-hmm. up, and and uh, and really fun. So that was fun on Saturday. Sunday, yesterday, the kids were all gone. Oh, and Saturday we saw MJ, our son. Right. You know he's in Dallas uh, with an internship at an engineering firm this summer. So he came over to Garland, and so I got to see him. We got to see him on Saturday. Uh, yesterday, uh, kids were busy, and so it was just Terry and I, but it was kind of a nice laid-back right. Sunday. That was nice. And then we're all getting together tonight, so we extended it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just one day. It's a full uh, full Father's Day weekend. I think that's more of a trend because, like, Friday I went, we went to my grandpa's and, did you know, seen him for a little bit, and then Saturday we went to my in-law's house, and we grilled and did stuff for my father-in-law there so i mean i think that is a lot of people are you know spreading it out spreading yeah. the love so you can see everybody that's good yeah it's very good and we understand i mean i understand completely when kids are out of town and mm-hmm. you know going to be with the other side of the family that that's part of it so this works out great just makes it uh extends the weekend so a lot of fun that's the thing is when you get married you have to balance it that's balance right. both sides of the family yep yeah <laughs> so but it's, it's fine yes. it always it we we always make it work and it does work fine so looking forward to getting together uh with everybody coming up this evening uh we're brought to you in part by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat at alan samuels it's time to drive forward that's the way alan samuels is feeling and they're ready to do business there's big summer values waiting for you and we're officially into summertime now as of uh, as of saturday big values for you and your family at alan samuels amazing factory incentives and discounts with special financing as well when you think summer think jeep how about a jeep with a uh, sunroof it's the perfect suv that takes you anywhere get zero percent financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days 
on select Jeep models. The all-new Jeep Gladiator now features employee pricing, also 0% for 72 or 0.9% for 82 months on a new 2020 Jeep Compass. Remaining 2019 Rams are 0% for 72. And new 2020 Ram 4x4 Lone Stars are now featuring $10,250 in value. As, as if that's not enough, remember first responders get an additional $500 in bonus cash. So doctors, nurses, police, uh, sheriffs, deputies, paramedics, fire, correction officers, all of those. Alan Samuels wants to say uh, thank you for your service with $500 in bonus cash. So all that is going on right now at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can shop in person. It's safe. It's sanitized for your safety. Or you can shop and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Simply a great time to buy a new vehicle now more than ever. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Drive forward with Alan Samuels. Take a break. On the other side, be joined by Hoot Johnigan. Uh, he's part of the Baylor radio crew for baseball. Derek and Hoot had a uh, shortened season broadcasting Baylor baseball this year. But Hoot was uh, a member of the uh, baseball staff at Baylor for, uh, I think, 20 years was the time. And that included a trip to the College World Series in 2005 it was uh, June 21st, 2005, that Baylor made the second largest comeback in College World Series history, coming from 7-0 down to win over Tulane, 8-7. to So 15 years ago yesterday, we'll reminisce and talk to Hoot about that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show continues, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. We got Salado head coach Alan Hare in the studio with us here on ESPN Central Texas. You mentioned uh, not, not working them out too much. Uh, did you see the ones? Did you realize the ones pretty quickly that may not have worked out so much on their own? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you have seven or eight of them over there. They're buying a new car, you know, and uh, uh, the Ford, you know, and, and so those types of things. But uh, one one of them was so tired, he, he, we were just sitting there stretching on the ground, and, and he was having that moment where, where uh, it was coming back up, and he wasn't even moving. He just let it kind of just roll down his shirt. He's too, he's too tired to lean over, you know. I just at least turn to the side, son. But uh, you got to teach him new things, Coach. Yeah, I just won't name his name, but he didn't show up today. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, i got to call him when I get home, you know. But, uh, just make sure he's all right. Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. KHD Electronics in Waco is seeking a licensed security and audiovisual technician. The position includes installing access control, surveillance systems, TVs, and burglar alarms, communicating with customers, maintaining and submitting paperwork and documentation, mounting and installing panels, field devices, computers, and power supplies. You must pass a background check and drug screen, have a reliable vehicle and driver's license, and have or be able to obtain a state of Texas security license. Pay will be based on experience. Typical range is from $12 to $23 an hour. Submit your resume to KHT Electronics at careers at khtwaco.com. 
Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same-day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable, too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Low T is board-certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand-strength testosterone available. So listen up. If you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moves, focus, and concentration. Contact Petty Low T today, just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T, PettyClinicLowT.com, or Google search Low T Waco. Hello, friends. I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. ESPN's Adam Schefter is reporting that Cowboys quarterback and franchise tag holder Dak Prescott will sign his exclusive franchise tag today, worth $31.4 million guaranteed for the 2020 season. The Cowboys and Dak Prescott have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. Sunday night, former Ranger and current Twins outfielder Nelson Cruz was the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award winner at the 2020 ESPYs Award. Make sure you tune in Unnecessary Roughness this afternoon with Ward Whites and me as we talk all things Cowboys with RJ Ochoa from ESPN San Antonio and blogging the boys at 1230. Catch up with SMU and the LSU Tigers at 130 with Billy and Body and then cover the whole landscape of the NFL with Hall of Fame writer Shereen Williams at 2 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Lamada ready, no count pitch, slug out of this, he struck him out, and the Bears are going to Omaha, the Bears are going to Omaha, as the dog pile begins on the pitcher's mound, the Bears are going to Omaha, first time since 78, and let the party begin. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Highlight cut courtesy of uh, Baylor Sports Network, Learfield IMG College. Tom Barfield with the call as Baylor uh, completed a super regional series win over Clemson to go to the College World Series. That was June of 2005. Great memories there. College World Series provided even more memories. And let's uh, go down memory lane and welcome in Hoot Jonigan, an assistant coach on that team, now part of the Baylor broadcast crew, still working at Baylor. Hoot, good morning to you. How you doing today? Oh, doing great, man. Got a little uh, 
morning shower, and uh, we're loving it right now. So, But I'm doing good. Now, you're talking shower uh, indoors or shower outdoors? You know, outdoors. We got some rain. I know. I mean, so I know. Uh, we're doing good. We we went, what, 20-some-odd days without rain, and we had a shower Friday night, and we got another one this morning, and expecting more tomorrow. So all is good on the uh, country front out here for the grass. <laughs> my, <laughs> I'm not country, but my grass as well. And we have Garrett to thank for that because Garrett said on the air Friday, it never rains in, in Central Texas in June. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> prove me wrong. And it's rained twice <laughs> since then. So thank you, Garrett. Way to go. It's like way to go, Garrett. And if I need some rain, I'm going to be hollering at you. There you go. Make some more comments just like that. That's I got your back. <laughs> He's the guy. It's like washing your car. So it worked. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. it, it's fun. When you hear Tom's call there, the win over Clemson, boy, that brings back great memories, doesn't it? Having Clemson at Baylor Ballpark, uh, beating them in the Super Regional Series to go to Omaha. Oh, absolutely, man. Got goosebumps just listening to it again. Never get old, never get tired of it. Uh, remember it, uh, you know, like it was yesterday. And, uh, you know, just a really a good feeling. You know, a lot of hard work and effort went into that. And to see the kids be able to triumph and get to go to Omaha was uh, was rewarding in itself. And, uh, you know, so it was really, really exciting. I remember a lot about the, uh, the whole series there with Clemson. Lost the first game, yep. you know, had to come back and win two straight. And uh, and we did. It was hot and sultry, and uh, our guys persevered, and, and we got it done. And uh, it was a great feeling. Yeah, great memory there. That was a great team in 2005, quite obviously. And, and, and it really speaks to how hard it is to get to the College World Series, you know, to get to Omaha. You had some other good teams, uh, really good teams. 2012 was a great team. But, you know, Baylor hadn't been back to Omaha since that 05 team. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and had some great teams as well on paper. And, you know, it gets back to the old saying, uh, you know, the best team doesn't always win. The team that plays best wins, and you could say that in any sport, and that's why you do play the game. And there's so much that goes into it from you got to stay healthy, you got to – your guys got to perform, you got to get some breaks, whether that's a bad hop, a ball in the sun, whether that's a, go- a call from an umpire. All those go into the mix. And, uh, you know, it, and besides being talented and being good. And obviously we were very fortunate enough that year and that weekend to uh, put it all together. <clears throat> and, you know, I think we were kind of a team of destiny. Everything kind of fell right into place. And, and uh, I really felt like the team in 2012 was a team of destiny, too. Things were just going going so well. But uh, this game is, is can be – can be brutal at times and uh it can rear its face like that in, in a moment so you don't ever take anything for granted and and our it was so exciting in, in that year 2005 for our guys to finish it and get that final out and get to omaha june 21st 2005 15 years ago yesterday is that possible yes it is but that was the uh, game in omaha at rosenblatt stadium baylor versus tulane uh and who tulane was a uh, they were a real machine weren't they i mean they were number one in the number one seed in the tournament they were number one in the rankings that year and uh and and facing elimination i think right uh, when they uh, squared off against you guys uh on this date 15 years ago yeah, it was. It was an elimination game, and uh, yeah, they were number one. They were the top dog that whole year. Won fifty six ball games, only lost twelve, uh, and you know, and we were able to to give them the twelfth one with this this unbelievable comeback win. And uh, yeah, it was. You know, you you always tell your guys to play twenty seven outs, 
You know, it's kind of a coach's thing in baseball. You play till the last out. You make them all count. And that was kind of a trademark of our team that year. They did. And, and that's why we got there. You know, they persevered. They could continue to battle regardless. Didn't, didn't look at the scoreboard. They played the game. They played it the right way, which is what you want your kids to do all the time. But it's, it's easier said than done. And, and that team really did that. And, you know, when it got down seven, seven runs uh, with, with nine outs to play, and uh, the guys continue to do it one one at bat at a time, one run at a time, and uh, it really worked out for us in the end. <laughs> uh, so you guys were down six nothing at the end of the second inning, and then as you said, seven nothing going to the uh, going to the seventh. You're at bat in the seventh inning. What what do you remember about uh, kind of the mood or the atmosphere in the dugout there when you're down seven nothing to the number one team? Yeah, you know, Corey Van Allen started and, and gave up the sixth spot in the second inning. And, again, it wasn't all his fault. We, we we made a couple errors in that inning as well. They were very talented, very loaded against a team like that. You make a couple errors and they take advantage, and that's exactly what they did. You know, we made an error, get them on, or, or walk a guy, and then they'd hit a home run. And then that's, you know, three runs. And then a couple, three more runs later, the inning's over. But – I tell you what, what had to happen is Corey Van Allen went out and he pitched two more innings, you know, uh, and continued to get us in there because he wasn't throwing that bad, uh, put up a couple of zeros, and then Abe Woody. You know, in order for you to even have a chance to make a comeback, you've got to shut the door. Your margin for error on the pitching side is very slim. You can't give up hardly any more runs. And Abe Woody came in and pitched the final four and a third, I think, and did not allow a run. So, first of all, he allowed us. He kept them at bay so our guys could get going. And then, you know, then starting in the seventh inning, we grinded out at bats. You know, we, we, uh, and they made an error too, and we took advantage of that. And uh, we started chipping away, you know, and, uh, you know, the momentum started going. And you could feel it in, like in any sports, man. When that momentum gets going, you can just feel it. And you're just like, oh, man, this, this, this is going to happen here. And uh, I've been on the other side of that, too. When it's going downhill, it's kind of like holding on to that grease screwdriver. You're like, oh, no, it's just slipping away. But things just kind of fell into place for us. We did some things that uh, I never would have. You know, it's like kind of off the wall, go against the books a little bit, and they all worked out. You're like, well, okay, maybe maybe it's our day. You never know. And so, you know, for example, we had first and second. We scored three in the seventh. We get to the eighth inning. We're down by four. It's seven to three at that time. And uh, we get the first two guys on. And Smitty, I remember us communicating through our signals, he wants to double steal. Well, and I wanted to double steal too. Well, and but my, my runner at second base, he wasn't getting the lead that I wanted him to get. You know, I knew the pitcher was slow to the plate. And I'm thinking, I can't get him off the bag. Let me get him off the bag, you blah, blah, blah. Well, he keeps putting it on, keeps putting it on, I say. Okay, here we go. Suicide, you know. So we do it. Well, they throw it away. We steal the bag. Then a base hit later scores two more runs. I'm like, good call, great call. Let's go, man. Here we go. <laughs> All right. And, and and things just kind of fell right into place like that. And then we get in the ninth inning, and we're down two. And we get the first two guys on, and Zach Dillon's up. And, and you know, he's your four-hole hitter. He's your, you know, best hitter. Do you bunt him? Do you do this and that? Well, he could handle the bat. So we pulled the old fake on slash and man, it worked to perfection because yeah. the first baseman came in, Dilly slapped it. It bounced right over his head down in the right field corner. 
So now that's a double. Well, one run down, the tie runs at third, and he's at second. And we're like, with one out, and it's like, oh, boy, here we go, man. Let's go. Let's do this. So uh, things just really fell right into place before, uh, you know, and then, then the last, the, 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 the ground ball to second base, I, and I am so glad to this day, and I talked to David Wiley, who was first base umpire about this yeah. all the time. I am so glad the ball got by the first baseman for more reasons than one. But, man, that was going to be a bang-bang play, and he said the same thing. <laughs> he couldn't tell me if he was going to be out or safe because that would have meant the difference between a ball game over or a tied ball game. But, but Zach Dillon, being a great base runner he is, he was on second base, and he did exactly what he was taught and what he had learned. He rounded the bag and looked for the throw. He saw it get away, and he took off immediately. Didn't wait on me to command him because if you do that, it's too late. Because the ball hit the screen, came back to the first baseman, they threw it home, but it was not in time because Zach Dillon's instincts took over, and uh, he was able to get in there with that winning run. And boy, then jubilation took over, and uh, it was just kind of a surreal moment. Was it uh, in the ninth inning? Was it Paul Witt that hit that grounder to uh, to yep. second? And and I remember him saying he was chugging for everything he had to try to beat it out. You know, try to beat out the throw at first base, and then it was a wild throw to first. Yeah, it's exactly. It was. And Paul could run. So I knew it was kind of a chopper. Took the second baseman, and instead of flipping it, he ran two or three steps to touch the bag and then made the hurried throw, which probably caused it. But Paul put the pressure on it, you know, kind of forced that. And the first baseman couldn't pick it, got just under his glove. And, uh, again, Dilly was able to, to read that right away, go home and score, and then we're – we're doing the old dog pile on, on the home plate in Omaha, and, and what a great feeling. I mean, it was just really unbelievable, and it kind of just didn't sleep at all that night. You know, you're still living the emotions. You get back to the hotel there in Omaha, and the fans are just lined up in the lobby and clapping. I mean, it's just one of those unbelievable moments, ones you'll, you'll never forget for sure. Hoot Johnigan's with us, uh, reminiscing, remembering that great Baylor comeback against Tulane in the 2005 College World Series, uh, still the second largest comeback in College World Series history. Uh, down 7-0, won the game 8-7. to And I'm looking through the play-by-play here, uh, Hoot, and, and go back to the seventh when it all started for you guys, three runs in the seventh inning. Seth Fortenberry struck out to start the inning. Then Paul Witt reached on an error, a fielding error, uh, to start that seventh inning. And like you said, that, that sort of cracked the door, didn't it? Just getting a guy on base, and, and then you guys just kept uh, you know kept chopping away from there. Yeah, you really did, and, and that's, that's exactly what we did. Uh, and, and what you try to tell your guys, again, don't play the scoreboard. You just have a good quality of bat, one pitch at a time, and, and just do this one batter at a time, get the next guy up there. And that's what happened. Paul took advantage of that feeling there, and then, 70, I believe he came back in and he doubled to left center field, to put runners at second, third, and then we had a wild pitch. And you know, and if he wouldn't have got to third base, he wouldn't have scored on the wild pitch. So all the little things counted, and, and they needed to be. And then Griff doubled down the line there to, to drive him in, and next thing you know, we got uh, got a couple of runs in there. But it kept going, you know, with Kyle Reynolds, who was coming back from that broken thumb. Don't even know how he was able to handle the bat, uh, but then he got an RBI single to to cut it, you know, the seven to three. And so, but all those little things in that one inning, they counted, you know, each one of them counted because if you get, we needed every run we got. And uh, especially when you win by one run. So, uh, you know, I just, I want to say too, I think one thing special 
about that group, and it was just kind of our mindset coming in at the beginning of the season. That pretty much that same group in 2004 finished below 500, yeah. and we played 21 run one games that year and lost 16 of them. The percentages were stacked against those guys, and, and you know you could do that again. And if you go 50-50, we're over 500. We probably make a regional, but it didn't happen that way. But those guys came in, and that whole off season they were ready to prove people wrong. And uh, that was another thing that was rewarding. But they took that mindset, inning by inning, pitch by pitch, right from the first, uh, you know, first pitch of the first game of the year, and it carried them all the way to the to Omaha. So it was really rewarding in more ways than one. But you know, it all came to a culmination there against against Tulane. They continued to grind out at bats, chip away, chip away, and it, uh, I'm so glad it worked out for them. One of only two teams to have a losing season one year and be in the College World Series the next. Uh, it's only been done twice, and Baylor did it 04 and 05. Hoot Johnigan is with us. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll stop the story there. We won't talk about the next day. <laughs> but, but I will. Hey, you I, know what's funny about that? Yeah. Is, uh, I, I watched that the entire game last night. It was on Facebook. NCAA put that thing out. Which one? And Yours? Never, Your game? I, uh, the, the Texas game. Oh, the Texas the game. Okay. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the next day. Next you know? day. <laughs> so, but I had never done that. I I'd never watched. You know, with Harold Reynolds doing the play, uh, yeah. color commentator and, and those guys. I never, and it was really it was really cool. A lot of reminiscing. I knew how the game. I, for some reason, I still thought it may turn out different. You know, but it didn't. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was just it was just really cool to see those guys. And I sat there with tears in my eyes as I watched it, just because of the fact. You know, it brought back a lot of memories about how hard those guys worked and how, how much of a team they were and how much they pulled for each other and, and all those kind of things. And, uh, you know, it broke my heart again that we didn't win it last night. But yeah. I don't guess that's ever going to change. But uh, really some great memories that uh, wouldn't trade for nothing. Uh, that's great. That's great. And, and you know, final tally, lost to Texas there. Be, swept Texas in the regular season, beat them in the Big 12 tournament, and then lost twice to the Longhorns in Omaha, and they won the national championship that year. Right. Well, and, you know, it's kind of crazy because Chance Wheelis, the guy that hit that walk-off right. that night, I mean, the two bats before, he doesn't – he swings, the shoulder comes out of place, oh. and he doesn't even run to first. Wow. I mean, it, it, there's, really, he shouldn't even have been in the game, wow. but he, his shoulder popped back in. He stays in there, and I'm Augie talks about it. You know, I can you go? And he goes, yeah, I can go, and – and uh, hits the walk off and and uh, uh, kind of a unbelievable moment for those guys too. But yeah, that's just so hard to beat guys that much. We were four and zero in the regular season Big Twelve tournament. We get there, lose a couple of close games to them, and uh, and that that can happen. They're a good team. We were a good team. You're in the you know top moment there, and you know we gave the fans money's worth because it's one run ball game, and uh, you know could have gone either way. And that's that's the way that's the way baseball goes sometimes. As Ron Washington would say, man. Well, thanks for being on with us. Great to reminisce about that uh, that great comeback win over Tulane and a great Baylor baseball team going to the College World Series in 05. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Good to hear good from you. Always good talking to you. And, uh, hey, have a blessed day, would you? You too, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right. You bet. Hoot Johnigan with us uh, was an assistant coach on that team, uh, 05, and uh, comeback for the ages. It really was. Down 7-0, as Hoot said going to the seventh inning, three in the seventh, two in the eighth, three in the ninth to win it. And that scene of Zach Dillon crossing the plate, there's a great 
still shot picture mm. of that, and then the video of that is just, just so memorable. The elation with those guys, uh, you know, culminating right. that huge comeback to knock knock Tulane out of the College World Series. I think it's crazy just listening to him. You would think the game was played yesterday. Like, as much as he just remembers the details. Every detail, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That really is. And Hoot was in the third base coaching box, uh, you know, for that game and many, many more for Baylor baseball. So, great to hit his uh, mem- remembrances of that game. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll uh, be back with more in just a moment. Give you some birthdays, close up shop, look ahead as well. All that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can call Amanda at 254-495-0338, or you could just Google search Amanda Cunningham. That'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, all of that, plus uh, some really good testimonials and stories about her success. She is in the top one percent of uh, the Caldwell Banker world. So uh, she is very, very good at her job and knows this market, the uh, Central Texas, the Waco market very, very well. Check it out. Just Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Recently on The John Morris Show. Steve Fallon in the flesh with us in the studio. He had a way of... Of, uh, well, like you do, you, you call the Baylor game, you know you're a Baylor fan, but you give credit to the other team yeah. when credit is due, and if Baylor isn't doing so well, you find the right verbiage to say, you know, they're not doing so well without it sounding, you know, derogatory. And uh, he was the same way, and you, I, I'm sure you picked that up from him, and uh, you've certainly carried it well. And the, uh, uh, But it is difficult when you have a home team, and it's a real tight ball game, but you're broadcasting for both school's fans yeah. uh, to make sure you maintain that uh, walk the straight and narrow. It's, it, it's, it can get tough. But yeah. he could do it. I mean, he was such a pro. That, yeah, you uh, both know how to do that, and that's good. One of the many things I learned from him. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Do you ever get the feeling that people don't care anymore? You either get thrown into a voicemail system that you can't escape or dumped off onto a website. Whatever happened to personal service? It still exists at the Nitsche Group Insurance. Personal service is how the Nitsche Group does business. When you need insurance, talk to a real person, not an automated system. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. That's 1-800-258-8302. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, Please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, 
cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. ESPN's Adam Schefter is reporting that Cowboys quarterback and franchise tag holder Dak Prescott will sign his exclusive franchise tag today worth $31.4 million guaranteed for the 2020 season. The Cowboys and Dak Prescott have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. Sunday night, former Ranger and current Twins outfielder Nelson Cruz was the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award winner at the 2020 ESPYs Award. Make sure you tune in Unnecessary Roughness this afternoon with Ward Whites and me as we talk all things Cowboys with RJ Ochoa from ESPN San Antonio and blogging the boys at 1230. Catch up with SMU and the LSU Tigers at 130 with Billy and Body, and then cover the whole landscape of the NFL with Hall of Fame writer Shereen Williams at 2 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Here's the voice, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Monday morning, getting a new week underway. We appreciate you tuning in. John Morris, Garrett Ross, and great to have Hoot Jonigan on with us. Always fun to visit with Hoot, no matter what the topic, but uh, especially on this one, which uh, strikes a chord with him. You can tell, Garrett, as you said, he, he was remembering mm-hmm. those, uh, those at-bats, uh, you know, the innings uh, in, in great detail going back 15 years, 15 years ago yesterday. Even like the, the calls, like being there and knowing we're going to do the suicide squeeze and just the detail in that yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. And David Wiley uh, talking to him, who was the first base umpire, mm-hmm. of course, Wiley uh, umpired for many, many years after that. But uh, great to visit with Hoot and great to reminisce about that huge Baylor comeback win in the College World Series over Tulane. All right, I mentioned some uh, birthdays uh, today, and then we'll go back to yesterday also since we weren't here. Today is uh, Austin Thomas's birthday. Austin is new to Baylor football, new to Baylor. Came with Coach Aranda. He is the uh, associate AD for football. He is basically the general manager for Baylor mm-hmm. football. Uh, and, and what that means is uh, Coach Aranda ha- handles everything that's on the field, and Austin Thomas handles everything that is off the field. That, that's the simplest way yeah. to describe what he does. We did a podcast. One of our Sikkim podcasts was with Austin. So if you want to know more about him, learn more about his role, uh, you can go back and find that. Just search uh, for the Sikkim podcast. Uh, today is Dakota Farquhar's birthday. Uh, works with student activities on uh, on the campus. Happy birthday to Dakota. Tony Castricone's birthday. He's the voice of the Washington Huskies. 
Uh, who else? Who else? That's all I've got today. Um, yesterday, going back to yesterday, Barry Ray's birthday. Barry uh, and I worked together at Channel 10. Uh, and uh, he's a Baylor grad also, lives now and works in South Carolina. Yesterday was uh, K.J. Morton's birthday. It was Nick Florence's birthday yesterday on Father's Day. How cool is that? that. So Nick's birthday was yesterday. Vicki Pate, uh, wife of Jerry Pate, uh, Vicki's birthday was yesterday. And Jeanette Rudd worked for a long time on uh, on campus, now retired. And happy birthday to Jeanette. And I think that's it. Let me check one of the lists here. Make sure I don't miss anybody. Uh, also today, uh, Hayden Hook, who is my guess nephew or yeah i guess nephew by marriage Mm -hmm. it's hayden's birthday so happy birthday to him and uh, i think i mentioned everybody from yesterday uh tate wallace in that group from yesterday also so there's a group uh birthdays uh to mention from the weekend and uh, fun to see uh pictures uh you know in people's uh postings on facebook Mm -hmm. and otherwise on father's day so that was really fun to see all all weekend really yeah, I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of them on my timeline. It's just to see. It's it's just great to see the camaraderie and everybody get out there and celebrate and have a yeah. good time. Yeah, yeah, really good. So, uh, so happy birthday to those folks today, and uh, hope your Father's Day is extending like mine is <laughs> into today. <laughs> Father's Weekend is what it's uh, turned out to be. So, so that'll be a lot of fun. All right, rain has stopped here at our location, but overcast. Uh, is it supposed to be? Cloudy all day? I think it's supposed to be cloudy all day, and then the rain is going to move in again going into tomorrow, like oh. late tonight going oh. into tomorrow. I like those overnight rains. That one Friday, uh-huh. did you? Did it wake you up at all Friday night? It woke my wife up at 4. Cause we, we'd gotten some plants. Like We're turning yeah. into plant people now. So we got some <laughs> plants on our balcony. And I didn't realize this, but she had gotten up at 4 in the morning and ran out there and moved all the plants and everything. And So I get up, and I let the dog out of the back. And I'm see everything's moved. I'm like, what the heck is How'd going that on? <laughs> yeah, so I ran and I was like, did you get up? She's like, yeah. Do you not hear the rain? It's like, no, I didn't. So I missed that's, the storm. That's funny. I was exactly the same. <laughs> I I didn't hear it at all. I didn't hear Terry get up. She got up and moved. We've got like a little bench and some pillows and stuff on the front yeah. porch. She got up and brought those inside. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't know it rained at exactly. all. And I got up the next morning, Saturday morning, and uh, looked outside, and I said, whoa, must have rained. But I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> Funny how that works. I know. <laughs> Shout out to the wives. <laughs> the women hear it, and it wakes them up. But uh, but it was nice. I mean, that was very welcome, because I, I actually, since we were going to Garland on Saturday, I mowed on Friday. Oh, yeah. And to me, that's the best. When you mow, and then it rains right after yeah. that, oh, man, you couldn't plan that any better. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Lord, for that. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Uh, and we appreciate you being with us today. Thanks. Want to remind you about Unnecessary Roughness. It comes up today at noon. That's noon to three with Q, with Ward, with Stephen. And then the Matt Mosley Show today, three to six with uh, Matt and Stephen Simcox. All coming up today here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, oh, I want to mention this uh, real quick before we get out. The ESPYs were on last night. You know, Did I didn't you? realize that. Really? I didn't know the ESPYs <laughs> were on until this morning. I heard them talking about a goal and winkle. I had no clue. Because <laughs> it's normally around uh, the baseball All-Star game. Right. Right? Because, you know, they say the day after the All-Star game is the slowest day yes. of the year in sports. And that's normally when they do it. But uh, we're in the slowest period of the year for sports right now, so they bumped it up. And I I went over there, and it was done virtually. Uh, You know, I kind of did a drive-by on ESPN and looked at it and watched for maybe five minutes. Couldn't hold attention. But that was it. Not really. No. I mean, I'm sure it would have if I'd stuck with it. 
but um, I, I just didn't. It wasn't appointment television for me. Right. And I, I don't know. Maybe if I just wasn't paying attention or if they didn't promote it, I had no idea. I just didn't see it. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. ESPN's not very good at promotion. No. <laughs> they don't know how to promote their things. Yeah. <laughs> but but it uh, now it's come and gone. I'm sure they'll replay it. But uh, but that was last night, the ESPYs. All right. Uh, appreciate you being with us. Thanks to Hoot Jonigan for being on with us. Garrett, uh, good to see you. Lord you willing, we'll do it again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Remember Unnecessary Roughness today at noon, the Matt Mosley Show today at 3, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't worry about that. I do that all the time.